listener discretion is always advised. You know, it's Friday, and Friday over here, it's it's so much shit that they dump on the weekends that I don't even know where to begin. So let me just close my eyes and bring you guys into the warmth with something that I do not know it is going to play. Let me see. Let me see. Gotta have them ribs. And pussy too. What? Gotta have them ribs. And pussy too. This is for masters, this technique. You already know what it is. You made it through another work week. And I'm here to keep you confident. Is that correct? My name is Justice. This happens to be the piece. I call it the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Welcome to the motherfucking show. It's Friday, you dirty, rotten, scoundrel, you motherfucker, you, 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 you irresistible bitch. Listener discretion was advised at the top of the show. You have been warned. I do use foul language. I also have a potty mouth. Please stick around for long enough so you shall decipher the motherfucking difference. It is Friday, people. Yes, it is Friday, and I know some people don't care. They're ready to get off work and let down their hair. They're ready to get drunk. They're ready to get high. Some of you guys are going to play with your nose. But hey, I'm not here to judge. Do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. You know what I say, as long as you don't hurt nobody, you're good with me. I mean, but, but I'm nobody. I'm just... I'm a motherfucking idiot, and my grandson reminds me of this constantly, so I have to remind you of it also. But anyway, my name is Justice. This is the best solo produced podcast. Ah, damn it. You know what? I'm done doing this intro. I do this shit daily. I'm tired of coming up with new shit. Motherfucker, this is the podcast. Go ahead and get ready for the goddamn show. All right, let's go. Whew. You guys have no idea. That is the worst part of the show for me, is having to wait to do the little breakdown to come into the show. But I do it oh so effortlessly. I mean, it is just, it is something that I'm primed to do. Almost like Friday, I'd be so ready to get the recordings done by Friday that I don't record what I'm supposed to on Friday. That's why this podcast is coming to you a tad bit motherfucking late. But, you know, I can't apologize. We just must move forward. Papa. My guy, what the fuck is going on? As you wish. Now, I cannot tell you guys that it's some unbelievable shit that I saw because how many unbelievable things have I already reported on if it's not one crazy ass thing it's another crazy ass thing and that just happens to be a fact and the fact of the matter is i've never started my show with facts so this time i'm going to start with facts that are morbid yes morbid facts let's go insane war tactics part three during the Vietnam War, the U.S. conducted a psychological warfare scheme known as Operation Wandering Soul. Mm. The Army played creepy sounds and voices through loudspeakers to represent the spirits of dead Viet Cong soldiers. What kind of crazy shit is this? this, this so we, we playing spooky sounds in the forest after dark. Did, did they have flashlights? Did they have sheets and shit? Well, yeah, that, that, anyway. Here's an example of a recording. In 2013, Sweden submerged a neon sign of a gay soldier to deter Russian submarines from entering their waters. What? Wait, what? Using sonar, the sign emits the message, this way if you are gay, in Morse code. What? Hey, man. 
Hey, this guy has got to be trolling me. He must know that I love what it is that he does over there. But that has got to be a lie. There have been no reports of Russian submarine sightings ever since. Insane War Tactics, Part 3. Whoa, that is wild as fuck. I did not listen to it before. I, yeah, I am ear-to-ear gritted. Okay, so these motherfuckers are playing spooky noises. I mean, in the middle of the night, in the forest, uh, 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 pretending that there are ghosts of the 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 other side that 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 the ghosts that they have the people that they have killed have, have turned into ghosts and now they're calling out to their to their to their squad or their squadron or their brethren on the other that is wild what kind of psychological bullshit is that i mean could you imagine uh, uh, getting old and your great your, your grandson comes up to you and asks you, you know, hey, tell me about your life, Grandpa. Do you is there anything that I should know? Uh, are ghosts real? And then your your grandpa goes into a whole spiel about when he was trying to kill some American motherfuckers. He could hear his dead comrades in the forest speaking to him. I, I, hey, I just report this wild shit. That's all I could do. And and you know, when I say wild shit, I really mean wild shit wild things just i mean they just happen to fall right in front of me i don't know if it's because the algorithm likes my ugly ass i don't know if it's because the algorithm likes my ugly ass i don't know why but the wildest shit comes right to me i don't have to look for these things i mean they literally knock on my platform's door now it's not just wild it's wild and when i say it's wild i mean people forget exactly how wild life could be i mean one day you could just be walking your dog enjoying you know that last doorstep that you have to step up on before you enter the door of death and bam the next thing you know you get attacked by some shit that you didn't even think would want your motherfucking ass something that you didn't even think was thinking about your ass and if you don't know what i'm talking about when i'm talking about wild and i'm talking about attacked i'm talking about this grandma in florida walking her little dog and she's standing by a lake minding her motherfucking business but earlier that morning a crocodile woke up and that motherfucker was hungry. And guess what he likes? Little dogs. So as the crocodile is searching around the area all day for food, he spots a little dog, a little biscuit that he can eat. And he says, hey, fuck it. I think I want the steak. Fuck that biscuit. And he goes instead for Grandma Ma. I can't make this shit up. This actually happened. Go ahead and listen to this motherfucking story. It's terrifying video of an alligator moving in for the kill. I said crocodile. I meant alligator. They both eat shit, damn it. He's about to attack an unsuspecting 85-year-old grandmother walking her dog by a lake. Now that right there is 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 ageism. Why don't he snatch a 25-year-old motherfucker to where he know he might have at least two or three seconds of a fight? If you get into it with an alligator... The, the 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 I don't I don't know many people who have tasseled, wrestled with a motherfucking alligator and lived to talk to tell it, it, the only person that I know of he he died and it wasn't from an alligator so I I don't know what now what happened with this grandmother the horrifying drama at a retirement community in Fort Pierce Florida was caught on a wildlife camera oh my god. The, the victim's frantic neighbor can be heard on this just released 911 call. An alligator has a woman. Whoa, can you imagine? Could you imagine watching your friend get snatched by a big ass lizard with teeth? What is it? It's a huge gator. It's huge. I don't have anything to get to her. <laughs> The call was made by 76-year-old Carol Thomas, who was watching from her lakefront home as Gloria Surge was attacked while walking her beloved dog, Trooper. Damn, Trooper. You a piece of shit. I think Trooper survived this attack. Fuck you, Trooper. He's walking her little dog, and the gator grabbed the dog and took her. Down. Is she alive? Yes, she's alive. She's holding her in. She's holding her in the lake. 
She fetched this pole to try to pull the stricken woman to shore. It's too late. It's too late. Oh, my God. Can you pull her under? Yes. Oh, no. I was trying to stick a pole out for her, and I was okay. pulling you at the same time, and I, she's gone. Okay. She's gone. It's horrible for her family. It is. Hey, man. I'm surprised that the lady who was on the phone didn't have a heart attack. I don't know. I'm a young guy, I think, compared to an old, old person. I'm, I'm quite a bit young. But if I saw one of my guys get snatched by an alligator, I, I, I don't know what the fuck I would do. Shit. What the fuck do you do? Horrible. Just horrible. And her friends. I, mean, I talked to a couple of her friends yesterday. They were devastated. Do you wish you had gotten to her sooner? There's no way I could have gotten to her sooner. The 11-foot-long gator was a neighborhood fixture. He even had a name, Henry. He was captured by trappers and euthanized. Wow. See, now, to me, now this is just to me, and, you know, I know some of you guys are going to get your panties in a bunch. And I, know, I know some of you girls, those boxers are going to ride up your ass. But that's besides the point the point is this when it comes to wild shit and when i mean wild shit that this is my beat i like this shit i need a dual story uh when it comes to wild things in life wild life does not care about the existence that it is that we have created as humans they don't give a fuck about your dentist appointment they don't give a fuck about your quinceanera they don't give a fuck about your your your, your dim sum engagement at at 2 30 on saturday they do not give a fuck animals give a fuck about food and fucking the two f's food and fucking now if this lady if she cared more about herself and not that stupid ass little motherfucking dog in the video when the alligator breaches itself on the banks on the on the shore when it comes up, she pulls the leash for the dog. I would have threw that motherfucking dog in the goddamn water. I, I would have, I would have kicked that motherfucker like a punt, like I, I would have punted that bitch right into the alligator's mouth. Fuck that dog. I bet you, what was the dog's name? Buster, bitch, bastard. I don't know what the fuck. Trooper, trooper, fuck, trooper. I mean, oh. <coughs> What the fuck? But yeah, sorry, old lady. Um, anybody who's deciding to who who has decided to move to Florida for for your retirement plan, just remind yourself while you're packing your boxes or loading up your U-Haul or pod storage that um, it's a possibility that you won't die of old age down there. That you might get snatched by a fucking crocodile and catch the death roll hey man what can i tell you i just report this shit i mean hey alligators they love meat a lot of people like like meat they love meat i mean uh uh what's that place uh we have the meats arby's arby's has the meats i'm pretty sure that this young lady right here has never heard of arby's listen to this shit Hi, I'm Wendy Marshall, and I enjoy eating raw meat. In other Wait a second. What did she say, Wendy Marshall? Huh? What'd you say? Hi, I'm Wendy Marshall, and I enjoy eating raw meat. In other cultures, um, it's their everyday life. Like, that's what they do. They have a big variety of meats, insects. But here in America, when I do it, people find it odd, weird. People come at me very negatively. Um, but it's just something that I enjoy, and I like it. One more bite, because I can't. I can't stop eating it. I've been e she is eating a whole uh, two and a half inch, three inch thick steak. Raw, my peoples. Raw, my guys. I mean, what the fuck is going on with this gal? Raw meat since I was two years old. Who gave you some raw meat at two years old? That is child abuse what the fuck is going on with um this? i don't do it for any health reasons or anything like that although i do have a hard time digesting cooked meat so raw meat is a better benefit for me so does that never mind also in part 
of the keto diet. So, you know, if you are a part of the keto diet, then you know that meat is a big thing in the ketogenic diet. Also, there is vitamin B in raw meat. It's good for reproductive health. Um, it's good for your digestive health. People are really concerned about how my stools are. Um, and there's, there has not been a change. They have been normal. They have been perfectly fine. Who is worried about your shit pattern? Well, I mean, I'm not worried about the shit pattern. I'm just worried about the 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 shit that might be in your body. Like, there's a bunch of shit that they put inside of the food to make it look the way that it looks. Now, if if you buy some food and it's undercooked and 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 you eat it, you get sick. She doesn't even cook her food. Now, granted, I'm pretty sure her immune set, her immune system is strong than a motherfucker if what she says is true. And what she says is that she's been eating raw meat since she was two. So I'm pretty sure she could eat a leg of lamb without cooking it. I mean, but at the same time, what happens to people who kiss this motherfucker? Did, I mean, like, does she have a boyfriend? What? what, what? Uh, I hate to say this. What does she smell like? Like genuinely smell like when she sweats, does she smell like bacon or something? I mean, I, I'm an idiot. You guys know this shit. So I got to ask these questions. There's nothing else that I can do except for just ponder what type of fucking life it is that that lady leads when she wants to go out with the guy and says, yeah, can I get a T-bone raw? Yeah, I like it raw. Like, yeah, check, please. This bitch is crazy, you guys. But anyway, I mean, it, it's wild. This is all wild shit, man. The most, well, I, I would hate to say the most, one of the most wildest things that I've reported on this podcast is that there is an individual actually walking around right now in this time period. As I make this podcast, there is an individual walking around that claims she is the offspring of R. Kelly and Aaliyah. Now, I reported it at first, and I kind of made fun of this young lady, but she is talking some big shit now. She's talking about Dana. She's talking about genetics. And if you don't know who Dana is, I'm not talking about Dana White from UFC, you dumb motherfucker. I'm talking about DNA. Now, DNA can track motherfuckers down. It's part, well, it's not part. It's one of the main reasons how I know who I know is my motherfucking dad Dana thank you Dana you're a good friend of mine but anyway this this young lady what she is claiming might be true if she's willing to take a DNA test my only question is how would you get Aaliyah's DNA I mean would you get it from her parents probably her dad right I don't know but I know this she came back and she's talking some shit let's hear what it is what made you want to share this information with the world? Because sometimes some people will know these things and they'll just, they'll take it to their grave. I, even I, I sound like I'm crazy. I, I, it's going to be hard to prove, but I know from my heart and the fact that they went so hard to try to dispel what I've been saying. You don't resemble R. Kelly Aaliyah to a T. This is true. She don't look like neither one of them. Yeah. What would you say to that as far as someone saying that, hey, you don't look like your dad, you don't look like your mother? You know, normally. I have two, two words mm -hmm. DNA and biology. I have one question. Did they pay her to sit on that couch? Because if she is the heir of R. Kelly, if she is the offspring of R. R. Kelly and the offspring of Aaliyah, she wouldn't necessarily need, so, need no money if she knew that that DNA was in her bloodline. I mean, for real. And and when she when she when she said that if they wouldn't have went so hard to keep her from doing what it is that she's doing, that's how she knows that she's that she's uh, uh, related to these two, uh, R. Kelly and Aaliyah. She could also have a mental problem. Okay, something could be wrong. That's why I had to step back and re go over this story. She might have a mental problem. I'm not saying that she does, but she just might have some mental issues. Everybody don't look like their parents. Everybody look like somebody look like their grandparents. Somebody look like the great great grandparents or the great auntie. We that's how life is. And they do all kinds of wild shit, and then they fuck up, 
and then they want to erase reality like it never happened. Made you want to share this information with the world because sometimes some people will know these things and they'll just they'll take it to their grave. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, hey, I don't know if this is true. I don't know if it's false, but I do know that it is happening right now as we move around in our lives that there is a young lady walking around saying that she came out of Aaliyah. I mean, hey, is, is it the truth? I don't shit. I don't fucking know. I've seen some weird shit while I've been alive. Some really, really weird shit. Like there was there was this breakthrough that happened. With, with the black culture and the country culture. And it kind of seemed like everybody might be okay with us moving around within the music industry when it came to collaborations and shit like that. But no, that wasn't what really was going on. The influence of pink money and then the installment of a little Nas X is what has happened. And now... We don't know if they're going to let black people back in the country. And I mean back back in the country, country. Well, I'm here to tell you right now that um, the get up is the get up. And yes, we about to get up on some country right now, some black country. Check this shit out. All right, now that is Blanco Brown, the get up. And, and, and you know, that's coming from the shade room. They, they introduced 10 black country artists at the beginning of the month and i just now seen this guy i mean hey i love to see when you go somewhere and you're a black person and you're, you 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 think there ain't gonna be no black people there don't you look for other black people this is kind of like that only with music i want to see black people in everything i want to see them in hockey kicking people's ass i want to see them in country making bitches cry and drinking whiskey i want to see them in rock and roll even that death rock that that shit too i want to see black people in everything just as a reminder to people because i mean it kind of seems like we're being subjugated it, it seems like we're being subtracted it seems like we're being forgotten and and when things get forgotten you know uh, uh sometimes when you bring them up it jars uh uh envy because people's memory of things are just that they aren't necessarily the truth they're just the memory of things and when we talk about memory can we remember that for one time for the one time and the one time only that most of the motherfucking history books that we have read most of the things that we were taught as children was a lie and now that the lie has been exposed it is up to an adult a grown mature individual to realize that how they move should not only be efficient but it should be helpful to others and you what you're probably trying to figure out where this is going or you probably don't care but where i end up at is here kevin hart's first comedy show in egypt it was canceled due to his afrocentric views now i don't understand <coughs> excuse me i don't understand what the issue is every time an american African, an African-American says something about our history to where it gets back to a whole country. And that country doesn't have any problems at all going on over there. Not no, no, no problems at all. So they got to focus on a comedian and then shut down a comedian's performance. We don't do we do that here in America? Huh? In America, I think we do that to our own people. But do we do that to other people from outside people coming in? I'm not sure, but this, 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 this shit right here just irritated the fuck out of me when I saw it. This is coming from the Melanin Shade Room. Kevin Hart was due to perform in Cairo Tuesday. The Egyptian talent agency R Productions released a statement on Facebook the day prior saying the show had been canceled due to logical, wait, due to local logistical issues. 
The decision followed comments Hart reportedly made on the, in December that referred to ancient Egyptians as black people. Okay, now if you want to read more of this, go over to the Melanin Shade Room. They can they can give you more of this story. Only thing I can give you is the statement that they put forward that Kevin Hart made before the statement that, that I just read to you. And Kevin Hart um, said that we must teach our children the true history of black Africans when they were kings in Egypt and not just the era of slavery that is cemented by education in America. Do you remember the time when we were kings? Now, it doesn't seem like to me that that's going to affect at all anything that's going on in Egypt. But what it would effect is how black people in America look at their own history. So I only see right now one person or one entity gaining from this type of dealing, this type of blowback, backlash, whatever the fuck it is that you want to call it. And that's here, our own home, America. Only America could pull the strings to make some shit happen like that. This is twice Kevin Hart has been stripped of some shit that I know of. He was stripped of hosting the show, and now he's stripped of just being Kevin Hart. Fuck you, motherfuckers, with a dick in the ass, no motherfucking grease. Anyway, I hope you like it, too. Yeah, I mean, there, there's no, there's, there's never an end to the crazy shit that it is that I see on this motherfucker. And, and it's always something crazy. It, it's, it's, it's shit in the sky. It's shit on the ground. Like, the shit on the ground, I, I forgot to report on yesterday, is this shit right here. I, I don't even know if you care. Well, I mean... I care. I care about everything and everybody. That's just the goddamn truth. But this is something that I forgot to report yesterday. Now, Japanese officials investigate a mysterious sphere that washed up on the beach. This this crazy ass orb looks like a fucking big dinosaur egg or some shit like that. A perfectly circular dinosaur egg. Now, Japanese officials sealed off a beach on Tuesday morning to investigate a large, mysterious metal sphere of unknown origin. The, the, the suspicious ball was reported by a local resident in Hamamatsu, a southern coastal city about 155 miles from Tokyo, who called the police just before 9 a.m. saying a large, round object was washed up on the beach. That's what the news reported. According to the police, the object is a sphere with a diameter around four feet and is believed to be made of iron. And as it has a wait, is believed to be made of iron as it has a coating of rust. The rust meaning that it, it had to be up under that salt water for a while. The officials restricted access within 655 feet around the object for most of the day with the bomb disposal crews had uh, with the bomb disposal crews inspecting the ball. An x-ray later determined that the object was hollow and there was no danger of explosion. With the restrictions lifted around 4 p.m., according to Fuji News Network. Now, a perfectly circular metal ball that's hollow. I don't even know what the fuck to do with that. I mean, what would... What, what, I mean, I could always, you know, do a little hyperbole, but why? There's no reason why. It, 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 it means nothing. It's just a metal ball, right? And, of course, metal balls completely circular in circumference is completely normal in nature, right? That's normal in nature. You know what else is normal in motherfucking nature? Comets. And I'm not talking about the shit you clean your tub with. I'm not talking about the shit that you let marinate in your damn bathtub. I'm talking about comets that fall from the sky. Did you know that a 1,000-pound meteor hit the ground in Texas about three days ago? Now, this is coming to you from rap. NASA confirms that a 1,000-pound meteor hit the ground in Texas. According to Fox News, ex experts believe the space rock broke into several pieces before hitting the ground around 6 p.m. Wednesday near McAllen, Texas. Although meteorites tend to hit the Earth's atmosphere at, a, at high speeds, 
They slow as they travel through the atmosphere, breaking into small fragments before hitting the ground. Meteorites cool rapidly and generally are not a risk to the public, NASA said in a statement. The space agency released a map showing the strewn field, the strewn field or area where the meteorites likely landed. At least one piece was found over the weekend in Star County. What do you guys think about this? Is it okay? I mean, there's nothing we can do when the stars start to shit out rocks. But it's, do you think that there's any type of danger involved with space rocks hitting the ground? I mean, there are many theories on how life may have started here on Earth. I mean, one of those theories do include that the DNA that, that, that has us here right now hit this planet on a space rock so i'm just saying i mean is it a possibility that something could happen we won't be alive to see it but it's definitely a possibility that something could happen when these motherfucking space rocks hit earth hey, that, that's that's just the, it's the truth that's fucking impossible oh it's possible my guy it's very 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 scary and very very possible <coughs> Excuse me. Shit. Now, some things that are possible should be impossible. I mean, should be almost not wanting to do possible. Like this next story. It's the story that's made up of of complete lifetime night nightmares. Uh, uh, the, the Lifetime the movie channel. Lifetime the movie ch channel nightmares and complete things that that haunt women as they watch all of these ID discoveries and all of this 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 shit that it is that they watch all day. Listen to this crazy ass story. Yeah, this is the bus stop um, where all the kids in the neighborhood come. And the bus driver that is responsible for this route is now at the center of a criminal investigation because of what he's accused of doing off the clock. Goganeni Rayudu is now in jail. He opened the door and closed the door. Cassiopeia Sia is talking about her daughter's bus driver. My boyfriend was right there and he came walking out like, excuse me, who are you? He works for Powers Ferry Elementary School. Sia says Rayudu walked into her home earlier this week and he was wearing gloves. Now, I don't know what her bus driver looks like. Most bus drivers that I've ever seen, they, they, they don't necessarily look like they work out, but her boyfriend, this, this lady's boyfriend who was talking, who you about to hear talk, this motherfucker don't miss leg day. He don't miss uh, uh, muscles in between muscles day. This motherfucker don't play around. I'm pretty sure that when that guy came into that house and saw that lady, he was like, oh, I, I, I could fuck her up. And then her man came around the corner. Wasn't supposed to be there. It was scary. And I said, why are you here? They're out of school for the week. Sia says Rayudu told her he was looking for her and her daughter. I just started grilling him with questions. And as soon as I started grilling him with questions, he took off. Sia says she's had concerns about the bus driver. He told her that he was her friend if she needed to confide in him. Sia says he's also asked her daughter inappropriate questions. She called police after she says he entered her home. If I hadn't been here, what would have happened? Neighbors say they've seen Rayudu roaming around the neighborhood asking for Sia's daughter and another little girl. Now, you see, that's the weirdest shit ever. Like, if this motherfucker, like, I, I don't get this new generation, and I'm not talking about the children here. I'm talking about the adults in the school. I don't get this shit. You stupid motherfuckers. What happened to stranger danger? The 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 bus driver is not supposed to be that intricate into your child's life. He or she or other or whatever the fuck shit it is that you want to be identified. Okay, listen. I'll call you whatever the fuck it is that you want to call yourself. Cool, cool, cool. Now, whoever the bus driver is, the only reason that you exist during my child's life is to pick them up and to drop them off. And if something happens that might hurt my child, to intervene and protect not only my child, but every single other child on the bus. That's not very complicated as far as coming to my house as far as talking to my children and saying that you're you're not my kids friend 
What happened to stranger danger? I mean, th these are things that we grew up in, grew up with in the 80s. It seems like they have completely, if not only eradicated, but erased something that keeps our children safe. This this weird ass, I'm going to be uh, the, the kid's friend. I don't want you to be my kid's friend. Do not try to act like you're my kid's friend. You ain't my friend. I don't know what the fuck you do in your spare time. I don't care what you do in your spare time. Truthfully, I love you, but I don't like your motherfucking ass. This shit right here is beyond motherfucking normal. In approaching uh, children. We were there as detectives searched for clues this afternoon. Just a couple of hours later, police found Ryudu in another location and arrested him. Where the fuck was Ryudu at? What the fuck does Ryudu look like? Somebody, anybody, everybody, look for motherfucking Ramadu's ass. He showed up to this lady's house with gloves on. Gloves. Yes, driving gloves. I don't know if they were driving gloves, but what the fuck do you have gloves on for? Showing up to a house that you were not invited, asking for a child that was not yours. I mean, it doesn't sound like it is the equation for anything happy to happen after all of these things uh, 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 collide with each other. I mean, a single woman at home with her daughter and then some man just walks into her house. Get a buy a motherfucking gun. Because in one of these Marvel universes, you know, they got the multiverse, right? In one of these Marvel universes, he stepped in the door and got shot. I want to I wanna report that story. I want to know if there's any outrage then. Will we start to go ahead and make these lines more apparent that teachers and, and people who work for the school district need to mind their motherfucking manners and know their motherfucking place? It's that simple. It's that simple. I mean, things are simple in life, only if you complicate them. And me, I'm a complicated person, had a complicated childhood, speak a complicated game, but I'm never too old to learn anything. Listen to this. Here comes six psychological skills nobody taught you. If you think someone is lying, just look in their eyes. Don't say anything. Just watch. Someone insults you, pause for a second, look at them and say, are you okay? If you ever get caught in an argument, keep calm. That will give the impression that you're winning. Your eyes dilate when you're talking to someone you love. Is that true? Do your eyes really dilate when you're talking to somebody that you love? Good posture increases confidence. Good posture increases confidence. I just realized all of the fucking wind in the background. So it's spreading out. So, uh, a good posture, it projects confidence, and so does spreading out and taking up a little space. Taking up a little space. If you're not following me, you'll probably never see me again. Yeah, I might not see you again, especially if you do all your motherfucking recordings outside. Hey, he's recording outside, grandson. What the fuck? If you are, let's keep gaining new insights for life every day. All um, right, buddy. Let's, yeah, let's, let's record in a controlled setting so your message can be completely clear for everyone to hear. That's all I ask. That, that's all that I ask. Now, yesterday I also reported on a lady, um, getting up and storming out of a podcast because some guy said that he would rather sleep with an old bag than to sleep with the hottest trans woman on earth. Now, there, this guy got some blowback. One of these bitches, and yes, you're a bitch if you got up and you got mad. Even if, You're not even a trans woman. You're just a regular woman trying, trying to be a validator for some shit that it is that not only we don't understand, but I know for a fact that you don't understand, and you definitely could not understand any, any I don't think any, any 100% uh, organically grown or born woman could understand a trans woman, because every trans woman starts off as a man, a fucking dude. So so for, for straight women to get mad about what grown men know about other grown men is completely crazy. And if you like 100% organically grown woman, 
why am I being judged? I'm not I'm not supposed to judge you for what it is that you do sexually. So you cannot hold it against me for what it is that I do sexually. Also, this cult of I of ideology and 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 of nature doesn't exist. It cannot go any further. I will not push it on my podcast. I do not agree, uh, adhere or, or any of that shit. I don't care what people do. And I'm going to say it one more time. And I'm pretty sure it's not the last time I'm going to say it on my podcast. How you fuck or how you suck should not give you any kind of special privileges in this lifetime. Not one bit that does not make you special. It just means that your sexual preferences are a little bit different from how nature organized things. And that's the nicest way I'm going to say this shit. And then I'm about to move the fuck on because, you know, I can linger on that subject. And for how the 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 the, the system has completely turned mother against father and father against mother and incentivized this system that separates families. And I can't help but think I can't help but wonder. Since 1989, if pink money's been in play, did they have anything to do with the legislation that was written to keep the nuclear family together? And I don't know if you know what the nuclear family family is, but that's father, mother, future. You motherfucker, father, mother, future. Okay, mother, father, kid. Right now, if pink money is in place since 1989. Who's to say that it didn't help get some of the laws passed that make women want to leave they man, that keep niggas to where they can't get their license, to where they can't get on their feet? Who is to say that that's not possible? At least I'm not the one to say. I don't even think that's what this guy is saying. But then again, hold on. I just said that. Play the clip. There are massive federal programs that were instituted in, in the late 1970s that pay states trillions of dollars to tear families apart. Like in Texas, we get 66 cents on the dollar put into the Texas treasury for every dollar of child support that's paid. So the state is now highly incentivized to issue the maximum amount of child support. That's why they almost all divorces got 50-50. See? See this shit? See, the, 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 once the government gets involved, they're going to try to make money off of shit. It's just... Everybody is trying to make some motherfucking money. Even the motherfuckers who print the money is trying to make more money. Uh, wh what the fuck? Prior to the, the 1980s, and there was the skyrocketing of divorces where one parent loses custody, and that was to maximize Title IV-D reimbursements to the states. Mm. In Texas, it's half a billion dollars. Wow. To the Texas budget. If... if the, the state is profiting off of child support. Yes. Right. And in most states, the judicial retirement fund is funded from this money. So the more child support that's issued from the family courts, the larger the judicial retirement. It's And it's a massive program. It's the size of the largest defense programs. Wow. So the incentives are absolutely huge. To, in, to, to get people to pay child support? Correct, correct. It, even married people, to get them to break up and then have to pay each other child support? Right. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So because you would think the best child support would just be 50-50 custody and let people raise their kids. The right. best child support is to raise your own kid. That's yeah. the best child support. But they don't do that. Most states actually have laws prohibiting the courts from doing that. Texas has, uh, uh, has a family code in which it's assumed to be in the child's best interest that one parent get 24% of the time. What the fuck? Who is writing this legislation? Who is writing these motherfucking laws? When are they writing these motherfucking laws? And I mean, granted, we have a shitload of things to do on our plate just normally for life. But someone is writing these these measures and then invoking them, turning them into laws and fucking up your life and in turn fucking up minds too. And the reason 24% was chosen precisely is it maximizes Title IV-D reimbursement to the state at 24%. Okay? How, how does it, wow. how's the yes. maximization function? Yeah. How yeah. does it come out at 24%? So it has to do with how the state calculates child support. So Texas has one of the worst child support systems in the state. It, it doesn't take into account the income of both parents, and it doesn't take into account the amount of time you spend with the child. So there are, there are fathers out there with 49% of the time that are paying maximal child support still. Wow, but it but again that maximizes the reimbursement to the state. I have a friend of mine 
him and his wife came to an agreement to do 50-50 parenting, no child support, because he watches the kids a lot while she travels for her work. And so it's all, it all worked out, and they decided it's just better to do it this way. The state of Texas sent an attorney to argue in the case that they should not be allowed to do 50-50 custody. I, I read a story about uh, some celebrity guy who had to pay massive child support, mm -hmm. and then he and the wife both went to the court together yep. as friends and said, hey, he's no longer working and doesn't have this money anymore, so we, we both agree it should be lower, and the court right. said no. They won't do it. Because they get, they get a cut. As they get a huge kickback, yeah. So if you're wondering why you're on child support and why they are pressing you for the fucking money, it is not because they care about the welfare of the child. They don't. They don't care about the welfare of anything a majority of the time when it comes to these institutions here in America. There are massive federal programs that were instituted in, in the late 1970s that pay states trillions of dollars to tear families apart. And that's the truth. I, I mean, there's no way that you can make it up. And, and the reason why I'm telling you that is because all of these institutions, every last one of them that, that, that run shit right now, they have an excessive amount of power that they should not have. You have people showing up to work having serious problems in their home, but at the same time, they have the ability to fuck up your life. I mean, then you got other motherfuckers who don't know nothing about the working man, who necessarily don't even have a nine to five job, but think that they have the wisdom and the foresight or the eyesight to actually identify what the struggle is as a working class individual when they don't these motherfuckers have those days off these motherfuckers travel privately they all meet up and do this weird ass ceremony shit in the middle of the woods burning fake babies and shit we cannot trust the politicians anymore and when i say anymore it's not like we ever did trust them but the distrust level has now Risen. It is up to my motherfucking ears. I'm so tired of these damn Congress men, Congress women, taking bribes from either the left or either the right, and then creating laws that not only hinder us from living our full potential as not only human beings, but also hinder us from being what the great, being great as we would, would I wouldn't even say normally be. It hinders us from being the greatness that we actually could be. That's the best way to put it. I mean, I'm wrapped up in some shit right now. I'm, I'm lightweight. I'm lightweight uh, pissed off right now, but I'm, I can't show it. I, I cannot show it. I mean, hey, it, 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 I just have to move on because it's shit. And everybody knows what shit is. Everybody knows what to do with shit. Or do they? Now that we live in this new era, people want to save the planet. People want to avoid any old kind of way that makes it seem like they're falling inside of the crowd or following the crowd for that matter. Now, this new method of getting rid of shit is something that made both of my eyebrows raise because I really didn't understand it. I'm going to read it to you exactly. An eco-friendly mom says she's ditched toilet paper in her home and refuses wait and reuses reuses a family cloth now let's go ahead to this all right I don't now know who came up with the term family cloth but it is an name for cloth toilet paper let's run it back lady run it back i don't know who came up with the term family cloth but it is an unfortunate name for cloth toilet paper hey does that baby have covid let me show you the setup in my home to hopefully help remove some of the ick factor. This is the toilet in our upstairs bathroom, primarily used by my husband and I. This is a basket of clean wipes, mostly flannel cut from old Christmas pajamas. Okay, so you don't wipe your ass with toilet tissue. When I use the bathroom, I let the bidet do all the heavy. Oh, she's got the bidet. She gets it sprayed. Ooh uppity ass bitch lifting pat dry with a clean wipe and then put the used wipe in this bin which will eventually go into the laundry no wipe is ever used for multiple bathroom sessions without being laundered that would be disgusting i personally love cloth toilet paper because it's sturdier and softer on my bum 
but my husband is not a fan. So we also keep regular toilet paper. In conclusion, this snake plant has survived despite months of neglect. Honey, where do you keep the paper towel? I don't know who. Wow, well, I mean, hey, to each his own. If you want to wipe your ass with a flannel cut uh, 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 cloth, family cloth, hey, do what you do, you, you nasty motherfucker. Just make sure that when you wash those cloths, that you don't wash them with your regular clothes because you might get pink eye, you might get E. coli, you might even get the old-fashioned salmonella. But hey, you know me. I don't even think you can get salmonella from shit. But hey, who knows? Not me. Definitely not me. Anyway, on to the next motherfucking story. I've been reporting about all of these train derailments and somebody's been on top of that more than I have. So I'm gonna let him take this this portion of this of the podcast away. Today is the 23rd of February and we have another train hitting another semi truck that was parked on the track. I literally just put out another video of a semi truck parked on a train track. This is for educational purposes only. I'm not trying to speculate on anything that's going on, but very, very odd coincidences are happening right now. I don't understand. Why is it that we have to say that we're not trying to speculate? This is America. Why can we not use the freedom of speech? Let me just think. Is there some sort of repercussions or consequences from actually speaking your mind? I mean, um, well, you can't. And then you. Oh, yeah. This is really weird, though. I don't know if you guys are paying attention. I mean, granted, you got to worry about getting gas. You might get robbed at the gas station. Granted, you can't walk anywhere without wearing a face mask because your ops might shoot you the fuck up. Granted, you can barely afford to put gas in your car because it's expensive as fuck. Granted, you don't have time to look this shit up. Thankfully, you have me. But why are there so many train accidents happening at the same time? fucking time across the marble at the same fucking time now right after i watched this last night and saved it i saw somebody park their car get out of their car and then walk away from their car and then watch a train hit the car and the, the person didn't think that they were being recorded because no one was out on the streets fortunately they had one of those uh Light recorders, you know, one of those recorders that record red lights, but they don't really record red lights. They record every damn thing. So somebody was filmed pulling their car on the train tracks, getting out of the car and walking away. Why? Just why? Um, so follow for more. I'm now, a train slams into a tractor trailer in, in, in Haverstraw, uh, New York. That that happened. What else happened? It says uh, it was terrible. Witness describes a train hitting truck. A truck driver escaped danger thanks to some quick thinking. His tractor trailer got stuck in the railroad tracks in Rockland County while he was inside. But a police sergeant was able to rescue him before a freight train slammed into his vehicle. Wow. OK. Now, this is coming to you from the gold pill. Now. We at the Gold Pill are fully aware that these are being reported as common accidents, but we are still covering them. At the very least, we find a metaphor of multiple train derailments very intriguing as for how it reflects upon the current state of the American way. Now, I mean, it, it, I don't know what to tell you except for pay attention. Pay attention to what's going on around you at all times because if you do not pay attention you could either become you, two things can happen you can either become part of the story or you could help report the motherfucking story one or the other you choose it's up to you i can't make nobody do anything that they don't want to do but it seems like to me some things just have to happen i mean who wouldn't want to hear what would happen if if our president Yes, yes, not not the other president. Our president, uh, Joe Biden, was to talk to, uh, I don't know, something that uh, likes to crunch, something that likes to be munched. Uh, what if Joe Biden were to speak with ice? 
spice. What would that sound like? I I'm just curious. Do you have anything for me? Huh? Anything at all? Too spicy. I wear Nike Tech. Um, you're like 80, bro. Don't worry, I'm a munch. On God, I put that on gang. I'm not sure this is going to work out at all. Icy spicy. Please just give me this one chance. Joe, are you hitting on ice spice again? Not Rogan. Not Rogan. Free young thug. Free young thug. Hey, Biden is out here going wild, yo. Hey, hey. I'm mad at you, man. You, hey, you like what you like, I mean, you, right? Right? I mean, shit, Barack likes what he said, watermelon and pussy. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, speaking of old presidents, they, 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 they keep coming back and they keep, you know, dropping the greatest hits. I think the, 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 the president with the most mixtapes out is Trump. And Trump don't fuck around. Trump will call your motherfucking ass out. That's one thing that I do like about Trump. Even though he is an asshole and he does say stupid shit and he's a racist motherfucker, I appreciate Trump. I appreciate him for doing what it is that some of us wish we could do in the moment. And that's own the moment. Kind of like he owned this motherfucking retard right here. Listen. Al Baldessero here. Maybe you want to say, this is a group I gave money to. Now, I could have asked all these groups. He just showed up. I just saw him. But I could have asked all these groups to come here, and they could have made, I didn't want to do that. I'm not looking for credit. But what I don't want is when I raise millions of dollars, have people say, like this sleazy guy right over here. From See that? He'll call your bitch ass out. Point you out of the crowd to you sleazy motherfucker, you. ABC. He's a sleaze, in my book. You're a sleaze because you you know the facts and you know the facts well. Go ahead. Listen to this military veteran. Thank you, uh, Mr. Trump. First of all, for the record, uh, I'm a uh, state representative from New Hampshire, 10 year on the Veterans Affairs Committee, 22 years in the Marine Corps, retired first sergeant. Thank you for your service, sir. Uh, what I want to clarify here, first of all, I would never ever in a million years put my name on a candidate that did not, from his heart, Look me in the eye and tell me he's concerned about veterans. That's Donald Trump. I met him over a year ago. I've been involved with many fundraisers. There are many scam artists out there. He did the right thing by vetting these groups there. If you look at some of the groups, they're giving 20 cents, 40 cents on a dollar, and they're spending the rest for, you know, their, you know, nice, lavish trips. Now, this is a thing that is common here in our country also. Isn't it funny how how uh, people who say that they're there, they are there to help homeless people make uh, uh, an absorbent amount of money, a ridiculous amount of money. Like if you're there to help the homeless, wouldn't you want most of those proceeds to go back into actually helping the motherfucking homeless? But. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about these other companies that take your dollar and say they donate to some sort of fund, veterans fund, starving children of Africa. I don't know, trailer park gy gypsies that travel barefooted around the Midwest. I don't know what it is that you donate to, but whatever it is that you, whoever it is that you do donate to, they do not give all of that money all of those proceeds to who it is that you're trying to help. Just like that guy said, some of these organizations will take your dollar and give 20 cents to whoever it is that you're trying to help and keep the other 80 cents for themselves, which actually is keeping the whole motherfucking dollar. He gave 100%. The liberal media is the only ones that have been calling me on the foundation. All right, I'm the former chairman. I've been dealing with this stuff for years as a veterans activist. Stop using veterans as liberal, as uh, political pawns. You got a guy outside McCoy, go do a Google search on his uh, Facebook. He's out there, his pictures with Clinton. They are using veterans as political pawns. It must stop. Donald Trump is doing this for the heart. You're all focused on the way he's raising money, and you're not looking at the 22 veterans that are killing each other every day. You're not concerned about the thousands of veterans that are on wait lists. Look at his plan on his Trump's website. He talks about medical cards. He talks about fixing the VA. He talks about competition. I think the liberal media, and I've been dealing with you a long time, need to get your head out of your butt, focus on the real issues. Thank you. You are welcome. And once again, I thank that young man for his motherfucking service. I mean, hey, 
You can say what you want to say. I mean, that guy sounded like he was speaking completely from the heart. He stepped up there without any papers, which means that he did not organize his thoughts before he got up there. He just got up there and 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 let it rock right off the sleeve with his heart on the sleeve, right off the motherfucking sleeve. Now, you know, when you speak from the sleeve, I do it all the time. I'm kind of seasoned at this. But when you speak off of the sleeve, when you speak from the heart, sometimes people think that you didn't lost your damn mind because they don't understand how passionate it is that you are about said subject that you have decided to address. And I address a lot of things on these podcasts. So many podcasts have been made that I actually forget about this shit when I finish recording. I have to leave it here just for you motherfuckers. This next little thing right here is about our government also, I believe. It doesn't have any thumbnail that that gives me any information. I just know that I wanted to play it on the show, so here we motherfucking go. According to the World Economic Forum website, as of May 2023, 36 countries worldwide will have smart city governance initiatives. Surveillance monitoring analysis reporting technology. You'll have a digital ID that will track in real time your shopping, your entertainment, your activities, and your carbon footprint. You'll also have a 15-minute travel limit without a permit. Wait a second. Hold on. Are you telling me I'm going to have a 15-minute curfew travel limit? What the fuck is she talking about? Permit to travel. And if you exceed any of these things, you'll be denied access to daily activity. What the fuck is you talking about? Obviously, no one would move into one of these cities voluntarily, but they don't have to. Because the laws governing Agenda 2030 land development allows the government to cease polluted land and move their residents to these smart cities. If you're living somewhere where your land and water is poisoned, you don't get an option to opt out. Hmm, where has land and water been poisoned recently? According to the world. Wow, where has land and water been poisoned recently? I mean, with all of these trail derailments, I mean, it looks like a lot of places are starting to be unlivable. And if those places are unlivable, then that means the government can make you live somewhere else. And if they make you live somewhere else, it could be in one of these smart cities. And if you live in these smart cities, your motherfucking ass is gonna have rules. Rules that will govern every single aspect of your lifestyle. And when your life spot, when your lifestyle is governed, when people tell you what it is that you cannot do, you think you mad right now about your situation. Wait until a motherfucker can just tell you, say another word. Say another word and there won't be no power. There won't be no BMF. There won't be none of that. You ain't gonna watch no TV shows until you do what it is that I told you to do and do it when I say to do it, motherfucker. I mean, hey, I don't make this shit up. That's why I have to report this because I cannot make this shit up. Now, as I get out of here, I I'm, I, I reminisce on, on a podcast that I made not too long ago, and, and that podcast was about me not liking the new Black Panther, and 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 I still don't like that fucking movie. I ain't fucking with it. Fuck Black Panther too. It, it it's some bullshit. I I I ain't rocking with it. You could either like what I said or dislike what I said. You'll be all right in the long run. But someone else who did not like Black Panther two decided to make a a public statement. That shit they should have kept to themselves. Here we go. Apparently, this very high-ranking French politician is mad about his country's portrayal in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Now, in case you don't remember, one of the opening scenes of the movie is the French military trying to steal vibranium from Wakanda and getting defeated by the Dora Milaje. And now we have to deal with the question, is Black Panther Wakanda Forever anti-French? Honestly, he might be right. I mean, it is a little far-fetched to depict France trying to steal anything from Africa. I mean, after all, it's not like France stole the 90,000 pieces of sub-Saharan African artifacts currently held by their institutions that just happened to show up when they were colonizing the continent. And it's definitely not like France stole over a million African captives, trafficking them around the world to work on French colonies to generate billions of dollars for the empire. And France definitely doesn't steal wealth from over a dozen African countries right now through the terms of their exploitative colonial pacts. And we all know France hasn't militarily intervened in Africa over 50 times since 1960, leading to terrible outcomes in many cases. 
but I'm far from an expert on French-African relations, so I'll let this Cameroonian activist sum it up. Speak it. There is no misrepresentation of your armed forces. Beyond the cinema, this representation is a vibrant tribute to your African policy of destabilization and plundering of resources. But do you think Wakanda Forever was anti-French? Comment your thoughts and follow for more. Hey, French fries, nigga. That's all I gotta say. French fries. Don't make me fry your motherfucking feelings, you French guy. Listen, French lady, you French bitch. Don't make me hurt your motherfucking feelings. You see, this is why you have to check the climate in the room before you tell people what the temperature is. This motherfucker right here should just shut up. What nobody gonna fuck with you? We, I kind of forgot about that shit in the beginning of the movie. Now that I think about it, I might buy some French fries just to burn them up. Oh, wait, wait. French fries aren't real here in America, so I might not be able to do it. Anyway, fuck what they talking about over there. And with that being said, there's only one more thing that needs to be said, and that's good motherfucking bye. Yes, you did it. You motherfuckers survived. You made it through a work week. You made it through another Justice in the Peace podcast, and for that, I applaud and thank you. I do thank you so much for listening. Real quick, I would need, I would like for you, I need you to pull your phones out. Can I get a five-star rating? That really helps me out a lot. If you want to support the show, can I get a five-star rating? Can I get you to like the show? Can I get you to subscribe to the show? Can I get you to share the show? Uh, even if it's not with like-minded people, share my show to piss somebody off and, and laugh at their ass. I don't care what you do. Just, just share the motherfucking show. Each one of these recordings are recorded in one sit down. There are no re-records, no edits, no adjustments, no none of that shit. No, no picking, no pulling. All genuine reactions are recorded in real time for the podcast. Each one of these podcasts is dedicated to the life, the love, the legacy of my mother Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. I love you. And I miss you, mama. Now, I say it constantly, and I really do mean this. Please do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. As long as you don't hurt nobody, you good with me, man. You have, you have experienced another episode of the Justice and the Peace podcast. Remember to take it easy when you're out there, man. And let us not practice the redistribution of pain, man. Okay, it's got to start somewhere, and that somewhere could be you, and you could just be the man in the mirror. Thank you again for listening. This is Justice, and all I got to say to you motherfuckers is peace.